When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to Clar and Company with Michael Clar. Saturday mornings at 8. All guests on Clar and Company are heard on the winnersandwiners.com hotline. And we've got Sydney Cora back with us on the board today. He- heavy metal Sydney, I guess. Yeah. We got some some serious rock and roll going here. Uh, thank you, Sydney. Hey, it's brought time for Broncos Blast with Ian St. Clair, brought to you by Framed Art. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, frame, at Framed Art. Uh, Brian Hart. Uh, does this sum up who Brian Hart and Framed Art is as much as you can check this out on, on Twitter and Facebook? He's so much about charity, so much about Broncos uh, and uh, the work he does. He said, what an honor for us to frame both a signed Russell Wilson and John Elway jersey. You see, see that the, way, the way they did that, two in one, for the charity's auction on the Broncos marketplace. Check that out on Facebook or Framed, for Framed Art or on Twitter. From personal and sports memorabilia to museum quality fine art, the award-winning framer for all of Metro Denver, Brian Hart at Framed Art 3065 South Broadway. And now we bring in Ian St. Clair, one of our Broncos insiders here. You can follow him at Ian St. Clair at Colorado underscore play, playcolorado.com. Read his stuff there. And, of course, at Mile High Report. Good morning, Ian. Good morning, Michael. And that John Elway, Russell Wilson combined memorabilia sounds pretty freaking cool. 
Uh, I think somebody's going to bid a lot at that charity auction to raise money for uh, for the for the Broncos. Yeah, that, that that'd be something you would love to own. I know that growing up in Colorado, a super Bronco fan, but. Hopefully, we'll get a little objectivity from you here. We don't expect all objectivity, but some. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's pick it up where we left it off. Uh, I don't know if you heard the last segment where Mark has posed the question, how do you rank the quarterbacks in in the AFC West on the premise that the quarterbacks will determine which two teams, he thinks two teams from the AFC West, will go to the playoffs. Um, So let's let's start with with your ranking uh, of those quarterbacks. Well, I reckon a little bit differently. So I, I have it Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr. And I, I, I base it off of what could happen this year, but also off of prior success. And the reason I have Herbert and Derek Carr below Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes have had success in the playoffs. And Derek, and Justin Herbert has yet to get to it. And Derek Carr, we saw what happened when they went to Cincinnati last year. So that's how I have it ranked right now in terms of quarterbacks. And that makes sense to me. And uh, like I say, I, I think there's two quarterbacks that have demonstrated that extra gear. And just, you know, I'm in sync with your thinking there. Uh, and Mahomes, as long as he has Kelsey in that offensive line, he's the best playmaker in the division. Russell Wilson coming back off an injury, I think people have forgotten how good this guy is and what he's capable yes. of. And uh, especially you've made the point that Russell Wilson's basically been freed uh, free at last, free at last. He's away from Pete Carroll. Yeah, and he's now, and I've said this multiple times, he's in the offense with the offensive coordinator that produced the back-to-back MVP and Aaron Rodgers. And Russell Wilson is just as accurate, is just as good of a quarterback as Aaron Rodgers is. So now you're giving him better weapons than Aaron Rodgers had in Green Bay I mean, obviously there isn't a receiver on par with Devontae Adams the last two years, but I will say that the the depth and the plethora of, of weapons that Russell Wilson has in this offense is better than what Aaron Rodgers had. Now, obviously that's going to be tested with Tim Patrick being out with an ACL injury all of the 2022 season, but I, I still think the depth of, of the weapons and and what he has at his disposal is better than what Aaron Rodgers had in Green Bay the last two years. All right, we pick up the second part of that question, which is Kiz's premise that the two best quarterbacks will mean those are the two teams that make the playoffs. How many teams make the playoffs from the AFC West and, and rank them at the end of the season? How will they finish? So this is where people may think that it's not going to be objective, but I have the Broncos winning the division. I have the Chargers finishing second, Chiefs finishing third, and the overrated Raiders finishing fourth. And I I think the reason the Chiefs finished third is I think that offense is going to be severely hamstrung by not having Tyreek Hill. I think they're going to realize how much of a difference maker he was for that offense and how much it freed up everyone else in terms of Travis Kelsey, in terms of the other receivers, to think that Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be what Tyreek Hill was or Marquez Valdez-Scantling is going to be what Tyreek Hill was, I think is foolhardy. So I and I, I, I get this is Charger season, as my former podcast co-host Adam Alnati always used to say, this is Charger season because this is the time for the last 15 years <laughs> everyone hypes up the Chargers and they never pan out. They go all the times, all the experts and the, 
and the pundits said, this is the year Philip Rivers and LaDainian Tomlinson are going to win the Super Bowl. Never happened. So until Justin Herbert and Brandon Staley and the Chargers actually get to the playoffs, I'm not going to say this is Chargers season. So I, I think the Broncos are going to win the division. I think they have a, a, one of the best defenses in football, and now they have the quarterback who can score points that doesn't put so much pressure on that defense. You know, my point exactly, there are two, two, two quarterbacks that have done it before, and Herbert has to prove uh, something in the Chargers somehow always trip up. Last year, the playoffs were in their grasp, and they still couldn't beat the Raiders. Uh, and, and really embarrassing loss, in my opinion, there. So, um, you know, I quoted you last segment saying, yeah, I think the Raiders have much improved. However, you made the point that six of their wins last year's playoff team were against teams who no longer have the same quarterback, and many of those quarterbacks were not even in the league anymore. So let's, let's look at uh, training camp. You've got the Broncos winning. You've got a whole new coaching staff. You've got them take, winning the division. Well, first of all, answer this. How many teams make the playoffs from the AFC West? I think two. It could potentially be three. I think the Chiefs may uh, – maybe they surprise me. I, I actually am one of the few people who don't have the Chiefs making the playoffs because I, I just don't know if that offense is going to be what it's been – I don't know how good that offensive line is going to be. And I don't know if the defense is going to be as good as it's been the last couple of years. So there's a lot of question marks around the Kansas City Chiefs. So I think two, but it could potentially be three. Well, I, and, and certainly you can't replace Tyreek Hill. They're going to have to change the offense and do different things. Uh, and they brought in some competent and competent to good receivers. Um, so I, I think they'll still be effective on offense. The defense is a question. Uh, there are many questions here as well. But what is it that you've seen so far in training camp uh, in, the, in the new Hackett regime? And, and, I, everybody, and everybody's excited. There's an energy level. There's an excitement. But what specifically on the football side have you seen that makes you so optimistic the Broncos will take their division? Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson. I, I, I think what, what those two guys have done, have, have done and are already doing to change the culture of the last six years, I, I think it's just been monstrous. I, I think I, I love Nathaniel Hackett's coaching style. I love the fact that, that he's a hugger. I think that was the thing that he was asked about yesterday after practice is he joked that he's been a hugger since he, since birth, he came out <laughs> wanting to hug the nurse. So I just, I love, I love the way that he leads. I think that is contagious I think it makes you want to play for him. I think it makes you want to go to another level for him. And then also Russell Wilson. I, I think we've seen the last couple of practices that the offense has really stepped up. A couple of days ago, Russell Wilson has had, so had, at this point had his Broncos training camp moment in leading the Broncos down the field on an 80-yard drive to score the game-winning touchdown. So I, I think it's those two guys. I, I think we are underestimating how much – Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson are going to bring to this team because I've said this before too, and everyone else has said it for the last six years. We said the Broncos are a quarterback away. Yeah. Yep. Well, now they have that elite franchise quarterback in Russell Wilson. And I think, as you said at the top, people are forgetting how good Russell Wilson is. He had his finger mangled in that game against the Los Angeles Rams last year, where his, his hand hit the helmet of Aaron Donald. But prior to that, he was one of the best quarterbacks in football, and he was playing like it. 
And I think we're going to see that. He is going to be a man on a mission, not just because of the week one opponent, but he wants to prove that he is still an elite quarterback in the National Football League. And we're going to see that on the field. Well, I guess, you know, following what you're saying, uh, the most significant difference between Nate Hackett and I, and there are a few, is that, uh, like most people, I didn't come out wanting to hug people. I came out looking to nurse. So, uh, well, <laughs> from the womb. So, and I think most of us do. But uh, last 30 seconds here. Loved him at Pomona High School. Loved him at Washington State. Max Borgie is a Denver Bronco. Can he contribute? I think it's going to have to be on special teams. I, I think with Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon and Mike Boone, I, I think that's going to be where he is going to make his impact is going to be on special teams. And I think he can work no further than Tim Patrick because that's where Tim Patrick made his name when he came to the Denver Broncos. It was on the special teams. Thank you, Ian. Appreciate it. Mile High Report, PlayColorado.com. He is the lead writer of PlayColorado.com, beat writer for the Broncos at Mile High Report. Ian, always great. We'll talk next week. Thank you. Thanks, Michael. All right. Coming up, we welcome CB Potts to our new CB Potts Ram Roundup section. We begin again this year with Kevin Lytle. Uh, CSU started training camp yesterday. We'll talk about the big the big picture and what went on at practice yesterday. You're listening to Clar and Company with Michael Clar, Saturday mornings at eight. All guests on Clar and Company are heard on the winners and hotline. 